and welcome. This is Angela Hubs, and I hope you are having an amazing day. It is Sunday. It's the Sunday after Election Day, and I have spent the last week and a half off of social media. I've been off my phone. I have been in this beautiful bubble of self-care, at least to the best of my ability. I have always been on the cusp of being sick, um, partly because just there's so much energy and feelings and all of that. It was called yesterday that uh, Biden won the election. And when I found out, I just wanted to like cry. Uh, I wanted to share why. You don't have to agree with me. And in fact, we're going to talk about that too. Um, If your political leaning is the other direction, um, it's been hard for me not to take it personally. And I think the reason I was so upset the first go-round with Hillary was that there were so many people that were willing to look through the terrible things that Trump said and did enough to have him be elected that I was, I guess, I know it's not about me, but I took it personally that it just meant there wasn't enough people that cared about minorities or cared about women uh, to stand up to him. And so this felt like I was seen and heard I want to give you some context too that um, I I thought about this as I was having a conversation with one of my friends that um, as a woman of color there are things that I can see and hear that a lot of my white friends can't hear and I wanted to explain it so that you had somewhat of a context of why this was so so emotional and so um, vindicating for us for well I won't speak for anyone else I'll speak for me for me so um, in in my job I've had the the great opportunity to be to have all kinds of training and one of the trainings we did was around uh, harassment and microaggressions microaggressions are small little things that create a hostile environment for somebody in the workplace um, and these microaggressions in and of themselves are so small think of them like a paper cut but you get a bunch of paper cuts and it's like gonna tear up your hand and affect how you touch things and do things so a lot of what Trump says is reminiscent of all of the microaggressions I've ever felt in my life Um, let me give you an example Um, so I've been told to go home I am I was born in Chicago Um, I have never been to Africa I never want to be to go to Africa in you know at least not right now in in my lifetime Um, and yet I've been told that I need to go back home to Africa I mean what does that even mean what is that saying um, there, so here, I'll give you another example. When I was, uh, I, I can't even 
I can't even remember when this happened, but I do remember someone saying to me, wow, your hair looks really professional when you wear it up like that, like in a bun. So what essentially I'm hearing then is that when my hair is down and natural and curly, it's not professional. Little things like that eat away at who I am. And again, I won't speak for anyone else, but they're so small that if I were to go and tell someone, hey, this person said this to me, it sounds nuts that I would take any offense to it. But think about little comments like that over the course of a lifetime that really uh, eat away at, oh, I'm different. And so when you see a Trump in front of a crowd saying like, there's good people on both sides, that's a very, well, I mean, that one's not so little, but that's a, def- that's a microaggression that we can hear the true meaning of, even if you don't want to acknowledge really what he's saying. So I just wanted to let you know where I was coming from that I felt because there was enough people that saw his behavior as unacceptable, I felt heard and listened to and seen. And that felt really, really good. And with that, I don't want to alienate anyone. In fact, I've been having conversations with my other half about this, that I want to be the change that happens in this country. There's so much hatred and division, and I imagine we don't want separate things. We all want the same thing, and I think just the vision of how we get there is different. I believe the only way to get to a healthy, vibrant country is by loving each other, taking care of each other, being willing to sacrifice for each other. And I'm going to start that journey because I think I've been holding on to so much anger around the guy in the White House that I... I guess I let go of why that was so important to me. So starting this week, I'm going to start going back through the yamas and niyamas of yoga. Um, These are the principles that are a yogic lifestyle. So if you've ever heard of the eight limbs of yoga... There are different facets that make, quote-unquote, yoga what it is. Here in this country, we practice one of the eight limbs of yoga, and that's just the, the, the physical practice, but that's one of eight practices that aid in making our lives amazing. And so the yamas and niyamas are philosophies. It's the uh, two more limbs of yoga that have us grow to be better people. So this week, I know this is very long-winded podcast today, so please forgive me. There's so much happening. I am committed this week to practicing 
Ahimsa. I always start back at the beginning because they build on each other. Ahimsa is the practice of uh, non-harming. This is why uh, a lot of yogis are vegetarian for the practice of Ahimsa. It is non-harming. That, that means not harming yourself with words, deeds, or actions. Not harming others with words, deeds, or actions. Not harming the, the planet or the world, you know, whatever. Not harming anything. So I am in that practice today. And I'm going to share some of my journey with you as I go through the week. I am really inside of, even if you don't agree, we can share love. That is my mission today.